Welcome to the True Safety Podcast with Apollonia Rockwell, where each week you hear from safety industry experts and leaders discussing safety culture, team development, and the future of the safety industry. If you are looking for help with your safety program or have questions, head to truesafetyservices.com slash podcast. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the True Safety Podcast. Uh, this week, it is uh, me, Seth Silvers, coming from behind the podcast uh, to talk with Apollonia. Apollonia, um, what are some good things that have happened in your week this week? Um, lots of good things. What are some good things that happened to me this week? Um, Goldie's almost rolling over and Goldie's my four month old. And let's just see Pandora's accident could have been worse. That that's my good news. She had a really bad fall. Oh, like the other day she tripped on Remington, our dog's bed, and then she hit her head, uh, right on the the baseboard of a bed. So the good news is that she did not split her forehead open and have stitches down it. What ended up happening was she has a, a goose egg, like a golf yeah. ball. In you gotta watch the safety hazards <laughs> for your kids. I know, I know, I do. I just look at her every day. The the owie is right here for the people who can see. And I just put a bandaid right above it and it just makes her feel like it's doing something oh, that it makes her feel safe every day. Well, yeah, so that's what I I'm, sure, I'm sure there is never a dull moment as you uh, not only grow true safety, amazing business, but also uh, grow your family and raise your kids. So, um, I think I like that that, that makes sense that that stands out to you from your week is today we're talking about this human element that is often forgotten in safety. I think we often think about like, okay, what are the safety hazards? What are the rules? What are the standards? And we forget that there's like real people along the way. Um, and we forget yeah. that. Yeah. And I think it's easier to see with our families, but then we get into workplace and most people just like, the people around us become like numbers and they become kind of like yeah. tools to get a job done. And we forget, Hey, these are people too. So, um, first off, I think I want to just kind of like hear your perspective on something that we talk about often here, but why do you think that safety is about way more than just having the right training? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I think so many things come to mind when you ask that question, but I think that safety is more than training because there's, there's a, when I look at an organization, I think that everybody is contributing to this overall culture. Right. And so it's important that we are doing like every day there's training. That's kind of how I view it. There's not just like training and during your new higher orientation. I feel like managers, leaders of organizations are every day training the people around them, like how to behave, what's tolerable, what's accepted, what level of risk is tolerated here. And so whether we're in a classroom or not, I think that the training outside the classroom is actually the most valuable. And that's what you're showing your company and your team members like what your expectations are. So, I mean, what you set and what you, I mean, the standard that you set is ultimately the culture that you'll end up with mm -hmm. at the company. Yeah. So, and I know you've yeah. seen this and also with all the guests that we've had where we've talked about different incidents, we've talked about these stories around safety. Um, nine times out of 10, we'll say probably 10 times out of 10, 
people involved in safety incidents, they all are, they have the right training. Like they know afterwards, yeah. like, oh, I know what I should have done, but they didn't do it. And so I think yeah, there's yeah. this human element that's kind of forgotten and we switch into like just efficiency mode. So from the safety mm-hmm. manager's perspective, uh, what are some things that you think safety managers can be doing in order to really build more authentic relationships with their workers so that there's mm-hmm. actually a human element there that we're considering? Two things. I think that safety managers can, one, <sighs> I'll back up. I think what doesn't work is to always rely on like safety slogans or to, you know, like safety first or because OSHA said so. Like, I feel like I should make a meme about that. Like some like do it the safe way because why? Like because OSHA says so. And I don't think that that's compelling enough. It's not grabbing enough to where when you leave location, everyone else is going to start doing doing the same thing that they did before you arrived. So advice to safety managers would be to, you know, two things. One, use your company's real life history to grab their attention. So if you're talking to a company that has a few different divisions, one of them is a trucking division, you can, you know, you can talk to, to drivers about the accidents, the driving accidents that you guys had last year or last quarter or so far this year, you know, like we've had this many accidents and this is how they happened. This is, this is, these are the outcomes. So that way people are like, oh my gosh, like people actually got hurt in my division doing exactly what I've been doing. And that applies with PA work that applies with mm-hmm. electrical, whatever it is. And then also if, but if your company, the second thing though, is if your company doesn't have um, statistics, they don't have like a bunch of incidents, which might be a good thing is look up, um, like look up statistics, like in your industry, in electrical, like what are the electrical hazards that, that are most common? What are the driving incidents? How do they happen? So that way you could just talk about real life stuff, real life. So I think that's a way for safety managers to be more effective Mm -hmm. than just being like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. And I've, I mean, we know that uh, workers aren't going to respect safety managers. Well, I guess I don't want to say that as a statement, but we've seen that be common, that it seems like workers don't often care about what safety professionals think unless there's relationship. Like, you know, we've talked about like the fresh, you know, clean hat coming out of college, um, going out there. That was, that was you for a little while till you threw your hat in the dirt to make it look like you were a little more experienced, but there's gotta be like a relationship there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Along with the stories and along with trying to break through to somebody, the, the overarching element before that is actually caring about the person that you're talking right. to. And you do have to set your tone. You have to set your stance of like where you're at and, you know, but at the same side, you, you have to show that person that you're actually caring about them. And the reason why we're doing it this way is because X, Y, Z, maybe, you know, something about their family. You could talk about that. Right. So, so, yeah, you have yeah I think that's such a good point. And, you know, just getting to actually know them, what sports teams they like, who are their family. Like, yeah. as you get to know these things, it humanizes people. And we realize, yeah. like, oh, we shouldn't implement the safety standard because OSHA said so. We should implement the safety standard because um, Apollonia has Goldie and Pandora at home. And she probably wants to get home to them um, rather than having to go to the hospital. 
Part of the reason we wanted to do this episode was because of this story that I remember talking with a former employee, uh, Clark, and he talked about a training that he used to do. Um, tell me, tell me that story about kind of what he described in this practice that he did with some of his people at a former job. Yes. Oh my gosh. Clark is an amazing team member that we worked with who held phenomenal classes. The reason why he got great feedback from his classes is not just because he was a subject matter expert. It was because he really had so much life experience to share in his classes and these driving classes. But one thing that he did, one technique that really sticks out is that he would have students write the obituary to the person next to them and how, or how they would, you know, they would write it out, how you would be talking to a spouse too. I mean, that's the second element to it is how would you make that phone call to somebody's wife, somebody's um, mother and explain to them what just happened on the job site. And what's really interesting is that if you heard um, one of our last, one of our last podcasts with Brandon Schroeder is that um, he's a gentleman that um, was in a, a severe arc flash incident and his coworker had to be the one that witnessed the accident and is um, ultimately to somebody that had to call his spouse, his wife. And, you know, when you put it into that, into those terms, it really resonates with your workers most times because they're either in a crew or they're, you know, working around five to seven guys or girls that they're really, really, it's consistent. Or if they're working at a, a plant, they all are generally working around the same people. So they know, they know these people, um, and their, and their families and their spouses and their kids. So when you leave it into your hands to write an obituary, to write out a script of how you would call somebody's family about the fatality or a major incident, you think you, it makes you think, and it's kind of goes back to what you're saying, goes back to why, it's important to explain not just because OSHA said so, mm-hmm. because this is the phone call that you never want to make. Right. Yeah, it is interesting because it's so easy to cut corners with work, no matter whether you're in safety or anything. It's easy to have like moments where you realize like, oh, it'll be fine. You know, I'll take this shortcut, do things a little quicker. Um, you know, maybe not pay attention. Like chances are that incident won't happen. Chances are that hazard won't be a big deal. Like it's so easy to make those decisions, but then you fast forward and you think about, okay, what if the worst does happen? And then you're in the position to realize where you're having to talk with, you know, a coworkers, loved ones. And you have to say, yeah, I saw that. Like I saw that, but I just thought that it wasn't a big deal. Um, like how is it going to make us feel like that's, it's morbid, but it's also extremely, I mean, it's extremely, it's humbling to, to think about in those positions. And we need to, we need to think about that. I've actually, I've seen some studies recently of like where they, they dove into the psychology of people that are extremely successful. And those people seem to be, they're really, they're really connected with the idea that you could die today. Um, they're really like connected, like, you know, them dying or something bad happening. It isn't at all this like far off thing. They know, you know, it could happen at any time. Um, and so that causes them to be more intentional, more careful, Mm. um, and to really pay more attention on a daily basis, which it's just hard in the workplace. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. I love that. And I think that, I think that some of those, I don't know, uh, life skills, some of the, some of those types of things, they're not too, um, they're not too wishy-washy to bring into your safety training. You know, I think that, I think that we can talk about those things. People are dying Mm -hmm. to hear more than just the OSHA stuff, more than just the safety regulations. Like people are just craving more of a, an experience in a classroom. Like people don't want to be there for safety training. And as a safety trainer, you know that like, this is a no surprise. Like nobody wants to be there generally speaking. And so, you know, that goes for a lot of lectures and things like that. So it's like, how can I bring this experience, this, this class to life, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think that, yeah, I think sharing those things are really, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I think in this industry, you know, safety, whether it's an oil and gas or construction or manufacturing, there's this reputation of kind of being rough and tough and, you know, getting the work done and efficiency at all costs. And, uh, kind of as we close this conversation, like how, what are some things you think the listeners should be paying attention to, to kind of combat maybe that like rough and tough, you know, that rough and tough mentality where people, they're not necessarily thinking about the people around them. They're just thinking like, yeah, I'm a tough guy. I'm going to keep quiet, you know, get the work done. Um, get it done as fast as I can kind of thing. Like this mentality has got to go. Um, how do we, how do we combat that? Yeah, I think that's huge. I think that, you know, really being practical and putting yourself in a new worker shoes, like as a safety manager, like really thinking, all right, this is my first time, like my first week at a big company and I'm like at a new, I'm a new electrician and I'm out there and I'm, as I'm learning, you could just imagine that fear, that uncertainty, that feeling in your stomach that, okay, like I feel like the, that guy's doing something wrong. I think in my training, I would show that, that you're not supposed to do it that way. But since I'm a little bit unsure myself, like that's the reason why I'm not going to jump up and say, Hey, do something different. That's the reason why I'm not going to stop the jobs because I'm insuring myself too. So, I mean, really thinking about how practical it is that people are afraid to speak up or, or, you know, having the empathy for the workers that have been doing this for 20 years and they've done it a million, they've done this so many times, something's happened to them and by taking this, this shortcut. So I think to break this cycle, whether you're 20 years experience or you're so new, you're afraid to, you know, speak up. I think that breaking um, your normal routine up. So if you're doing like monthly safety meetings and you're maybe always going over the same jargon, like breaking that up into getting into the, the heads of your employees and maybe talking about like really how I've always been able to get through to a, a worker that's done this for 20 years, nothing bad's ever happened to them is getting them to be the spokesperson of a safety meeting, of a safety training, but getting them to lead and asking them, maybe if something hasn't happened to you, has uh, has something, have you ever witnessed a lockout-tagout accident or have you ever been around somebody with a lockout-tagout accident? And oh my gosh, if maybe if something doesn't happen to them, they they sure as hell have 10 stories about how a buddy was injured on the job about how a family member 
like there's stories there. Mm-hmm. And when they're explaining these stories and then you're having them dissect and break down something that actually happened in their life that they've seen, then it's maybe that aha moment to think, you know what? Like I just put myself in front of the classroom. Like I just said that this could happen. And I just said that this was, you know, this was a big deal. This was an accident. And then you're asking them, like, how would you, you know, how would you prevent this from happening? Or how could that, how could that employee have prevented that? And then they give their advice. That's like, we're all right. the magic app. Yeah. I think that's and great. There. I think that's such a, that's such a practical way of rather than just saying, Hey, here's what could happen. Actually asking the people in the training, the people in the class, asking your, you know, your workers, a toolbox talk, asking them like, Hey, what do you know? Like, tell me a story that you know of, like, tell me, uh, tell me of a safety incident of somebody that you know of. And somebody's going to have a story of somebody that they care about or somebody that they know that something happened to. And those stories put names to it as opposed yeah. to just like mannequins in a training book. And so yeah, I think yeah. that is such a good practical tool of like, ask your people for real stories and let those stories guide them. So I think this, this is such and an important topic. Ten. What's that? Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. 10 out of 10 recommended. Like this has always worked for me. Every single time I have done this practical technique, yeah. it's worked 10 out of 10. Yeah, yeah, we're, I, we're designed to like, receive information well through stories like that's why forever we've been telling stories is because our brains uh we'd rather hear information through a story than through bullet points and so get your people telling stories and uh it's gonna be a game changer with this so apollonia this is uh, a super important topic like the human element of safety that we will continue to come back to but we felt it was important today to, to just kind of bring it to the forefront of our minds and really encourage everybody, like get the stories out, um, get the bad stories, the hard stories, the painful stories, get those out in front of, um, in front of your workers. Cause those are important to hear. We shouldn't keep those hidden just cause they're uncomfortable. So Apollonia, this has been valuable. Uh, thank you so much for your time today. Yeah. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Great. Thank you for listening to the True Safety Podcast with Apollonia Rockwell. If you are looking to save time and money with your safety program this year, we'd love to hear from you. Head to truesafetyservices.com slash podcast to schedule a free call with our team, where we will help you identify the biggest opportunities for growth in your company and safety program, and we'll connect you with the right resources to help you grow. Again, that is truesafetyservices.com slash podcast. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week. And if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and share with your friends. If you know anyone who needs to hear this episode today, click the share button and send them this episode. 